Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast with yours truly, Ryan Chavez. And I am Jackless one more week. Um, Jack couldn't make it this week. No worries. Uh, Jack has been out and about doing all kinds of fun stuff. So uh, good for you, Jack. It's a summer. And that is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Some fun summer activity stuff that I don't know. I think it's fun. A lot of people don't think it's fun, but it's cannabis and exercise and getting high from your own supply. Now, we have all heard that phrase, or a lot of us probably. I've heard it a few different places. I actually uh, do. Um, I, I follow Wim Hof. I don't know if anyone follows him. Uh, if you should look him up, he's a little crazy, but uh, he has some amazing breathing techniques that you can follow that tap into the same concept of getting high from your own supply. So we're going to be talking about that today and how cannabis and how this whole that whole concept of getting high from your own supply, which is coined a really good thing, right, actually involves your endocannabinoid system and how you should be taking advantage of your endocannabinoid system. So um, thank you for coming back, guys. Rate, subscribe, tell us what you like or don't like. Uh, if you have friends or, or loved ones or family members that you think could be helped by the content of this episode or any of our episodes, um, I think we're like 150 plus now uh, for the past few years we've been doing this. Um, please, you know, a huge catalog. Let them know that we're available. And uh, like I always ask, please rate and subscribe and, and tell us what you like or don't like because we love getting this feedback and love when we hear from you guys. And it's, again, the entire reason why we do this. Um, so I saw an article recently and I get all jazzed up on this episode or on this topic, I should say about, I don't know, I would say, um, every three times a year, possibly not nah, maybe like four times a year or something like that. Um, I get super jazzed up and then from there, you know, I, I want to kind of dig into this a little bit more and it's usually right when the weather's turning and, and when things are getting really nice and, uh, just, you know, makes me start thinking about this type of stuff all over again. And I think it's a good refresher. And I think it's good, you know, especially if you're listening to this for the first time, or if you haven't listened to this uh, to us, or if you haven't tuned into us before, if this is kind of your first time. Welcome. Thank you. And, and you know, take a listen to this, but got some new stuff uh, coming out on cannabis and exercise and just kind of want to go over some of that here. So like I mentioned, um, you know, it is officially June. That means in, if you're in like the Southwest, you've been frying for the past few months. And if you are in the Northeast, like myself, you are maybe just beginning to stop getting some frost in the ground in the morning and you are starting to really enjoy your, uh, your spring slash summer. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this in the Southern Hemisphere, mainly to my Aussie friends. Um, you know, you guys will get there soon. Just need a few more months, I guess, from here. <laughs> but, uh, Definitely, I'm looking forward to to jumping into this. So, you know, I always like to start, guys, um, by asking, why does this topic even matter, right? So, like, why do we, you know, why do we care? And, and I think for so many reasons, um, I think first and foremost, this is a show on misconceptions. And so we do this. Uh, a lot of the topics that we talk about are based on the misconceptions with cannabis. And one of the things that you'll think about when you think of cannabis is that commercial where I think it was back in like the nineties. Um, we've talked about it several times in here where the girl's on the couch and she's flattened because all she does is, is smoke pot. Right. And her friend is just like, she was so cool and now she's not. And I'm sure we can find a link and just, uh, 
put that up there if you guys haven't seen that. But, you know, basically saying if you use cannabis, you're going to be a lazy slouch and that's where you're going to end up for the rest of the day. Right. And so why be lazy? Why not be productive? Well, this show takes an opposite approach. Obviously, we do feel like cannabis can be used in a very productive manner. Um, And so that's what we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit more and, and getting into that. So I think it's important for that reason. I think it's important because there's so many misconceptions with cannabis. Even today, um, I've bumped into them in the, within the past few months, right? Like people just, what? You use cannabis for work? You use cannabis for exercise? You know, and, and yeah, you absolutely can use them for these things because they can be mentally and physically stimulating and they can they can optimize those processes, right? And another reason I, I think it's really important when we're talking about exercise specifically, right? Um, there's just so many parts of the human body uh, whether it's your respiratory system and your respiratory rates, your metabolism, your cognition. Um, you know, cannabis is a master regulator. So when we're talking about how all these processes are impacted during exercise, then it's hard to talk about that without taking cannabis and the endocannabinoid system mainly into consideration, right? Because your endocannabinoid system is what regulates all of those processes. It regulates every process in your body. And just take one more step back again, if this is your first time, back in the 90s, scientists discovered the endocannabinoid system in the human body, which allowed them to realize that we have our own natural endocannabinoids that will help us get, quote unquote, high from our own supply, right? So that master regulator is 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 there, and that's in our system as well, in the endocannabinoid system. If it's not functioning, then we may have an endocannabinoid deficiency syndrome, right? And that would require supplementation of cannabis, which would mean you would utilize hemp or, or cannabis of some sort if you need to. But it was in the, you know, it was around this time, late 90s and early 2000s, when the uh, the runner's high was a topic that kind of became pretty popular. And a lot of researchers were starting to see that this was this was actually a thing. And so what we want to do is like, just kind of take a look, like where does, you know, we talked about cannabis before workout, we talked about cannabis after the workout, but what happens during a workout? Like what actually happens with your endocannabinoid system during a workout? When scientists were researching this, when they actually were looking to answer that question, they realized that during exercise, during the most intense parts of the exercise, usually when it was a little bit more exhausting, whether, you know, like a run or a bike, that's when they realized the most acute spiking of the endocannabinoid anandamide, right? Because that's what the THC version is of your internal endocannabinoids. It's anandamide. So um, you have the CB1 receptors, the CB2 receptors. Anandamide, just like THC, will act on those CB1 receptors. So that is your mental and cognitive stimulating, you know, motivating part of cannabis, right? That's the part of cannabis that can help you with the motivation, the stimulation, um, the pain reduction, right? And so the CB1 receptors are being activated by anandamide, which was being a lot of times before we thought it was the uh, dopamine production, but then eventually researchers saw that it was this anandamide endocannabinoid that was being released acting on the the CB1 receptor that was allowing for the motivation, the pain reduction, all of those things that high, that really feel good that we have when we run. So getting high is a real thing. And if you do the Wim Hof method, that's a breath that I was talking about earlier, and you can activate that without running. You can activate that endocannabinoid release by just doing this breathing technique. And that's another link that we can add to the uh, show notes, just kind of an intro to the Wim Hof method, if anyone has interest in that. Um, 
it, 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 it's, it's great. It actually, I do that every day and it just, uh, it helps with anxiety and just like calming. And if you have pains, it kind of helps with that too. It's kind of crazy. I never thought it would work, but it does. So if you guys want to check out the Wim Hof method and how that releases your endocannabinoid system and anandamide, um, definitely we'll put some notes, uh, to that. But specifically, you know, what they talked about was kind of like a recipe as well. So like, what is like a recipe that we want to be looking at? um, you know, to, to, to basically optimize our performance when we're running or biking, whatever it is we're looking to do. And, uh, they said about 20 minutes of running. So running is the best. These researchers, a lot of these researchers, um, were from different areas. Wayne state, Washington state, university of Texas at Austin, uh, Calgary in 2021, they did this research. So not too long ago on the runner's high, and they saw it was it was during this time is is when they started seeing the the um about twenty minutes after well it takes about twenty minutes of exercise to help achieve the the anti anxiety the anti the anti the anal excuse me analgesic properties the positive mood effects that you get from cannabis. Um, they also saw that after about thirty to thirty five minutes after exercise is when you'll see a maximum effect of those um of that release and and I will tell you. Uh, I love, I think it's the reason why I love working out in the morning and it's not something that I've always done, but one of the reasons I love working out in the morning is because, um, it's like a wake and bake. <laughs> it's like a natural wake and bake and nobody could be mad at you for it because it's all healthy stuff. And it always is healthy, no matter we're using cannabis or not, in my opinion. Um, and I think my opinion's right. Uh, it's, it's, it's a natural, you know, when you get up and you go for a run and you stimulate your endocannabinoid system and you release that anandamide and stimulation means activating your CB1 receptors. I mean, that is the high that we're talking about in the runner's high. So it's that easy. I, I mean, I'll tell you, like, it's definitely, and I was, when I was reading this research, um, I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, I don't feel that high during the run. Like I'll use cannabis before the high for that reason. But like, I find that I do find that after about really after about 30 minutes when I'm kind of settled and I'm done uh, with the exercise and I've done my stretch, um, I feel like my most alive, my most awake, my most um, just just my body feels really good. And it is really about that really around that 30 to 60 minutes, I would say after exercise is when that is seems optimized all of that, all of those processes internally that are happening. So the, the research that was done, those other universities, the Wayne State, Michigan, Washington, Texas, and uh, Calgary, they they saw the same exact thing. They took about 33 test subjects, and they were seeing um, exercise-induced cannabinoid theory being, in, in, uh, being supported uh, with the same um, variables, 20 minutes of exercise, and then afterwards, uh, they were seeing a maximum spike in those endocannabinoids. So... Um, you know, it's 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 funny because we're, we're talking a lot about anandamide. We're talking a lot about THC. Um, and when you think of exercise, it's funny because I think a lot of people will originally think of CBD. And and I think that has a lot to do with just the approachability of CBD, the the fact that it's really, you know, it's simple and, and uh, it doesn't have a lot of 
simple in the sense that it's it, it it's it's not like you can take a ton of CBD and then worry about what's going to happen next, right? It's it's pretty pretty easy. So CBD is very approachable, I, I think, for exercise for a lot of people to kind of dip their toes into. And I would think mainly for recovery purposes. Most people, when they start exercising, they don't want to touch. Or, I'm sorry, when they start using cannabis and they exercise, they don't want to touch cannabis because they're afraid before if they use it before the exercise, it's going to just you bring them down, bring their exercise uh, uh, session like just kind of slouchy, right? Make it make it slouchy, I should, I should say. Um, furthest from the truth, I mean, it could be very true if you're using again, like an indica. And I would even say like, if you go to the gym, and you just crush CBD beforehand, like you're talking like, I don't know, like a lot more than you would normally take. Um, I find that I am not motivated at that point to work out. <laughs> so CBD is great, but like, it's not like I want to go to sleep. It's just like, I'm happy and I don't want to work out. Right. And, and that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for a little bit of jumpiness, a little bit of like anxiety. Um, so CBD, the, however, if we're looking to now, and that's not to say CBD, you shouldn't be using before a workout. That's not true. I use CBD before workout as well. I just don't crush CBD before workout. I use it to supplement it's I add a little bit and that way it kind of anchors me. It keeps me calmer, focused. Um, but I still have that edge, that gas that I use with the THC, the high THC sativa strain, right? That I kind of pair with that. Um, yeah, so the CBD, it has that indirect role where it's releasing the anandamide and that does play a, a role as well where it's, it's, it's acting on that CB1 receptor, but just a little less potent if you're looking for a kick. And again, if you're using a lot of CBD, um, it's probably best to do that after the exercise because before the exercise, you're just going to be tired and kind of loopy and you're not really going to, you know, you're not going to want to do too much before if you end up doing something like that. I think this makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, I think CB, CBD essentially acts a lot more in like the immunity areas of the body, the longer term processes, like the more sustainable changes that your body's looking for. CB1, THC, anandamide, that's more for your short acting, quick, vast acting relief that you may be looking for, you know, to assist with whatever it is that you're needing out of cannabis at that time, right? Um, so it's just, I, I do think it makes a little bit of sense how these pair and how these complement each other, I guess, when it comes to exercise. But, you know, I, I just, in general, one seems to have more of a bodily effect, the CBD and the other seems to have more of like a emotional, mental stimulatory effect, which is the THC and anamide. Again, all makes a lot of sense just based on what it is that we're looking at. Um, so essentially, you know, I, I know I've talked about this before, uh, but the way I use it, just so, again, if this is your first time listening to this, um, I use both THC and CBD, and I kind of already explained that. Um, before my workouts, you know, I'm uh, I do those in the morning, and and if I don't do them in the morning, I'm usually not doing a midday because I'm working midday, and if I'm not working, if it's a Saturday or Sunday, I'm typically out with the family, right? So I'm working out either in the morning or I'm working out at night. If I work out at night, I'm usually pretty tired and I'm not going to get the best workout that I can get. If I work out in the morning, I'm like sore and I'm a little rickety. I'm a little groggy. Um, but I know that after, at least now, I know that after a workout, I feel entirely different and I get that runner's high essentially. So it's, um, you know, I use it for both purposes. And I would say like even furthermore, in the beginning of you know, my workouts are, I wouldn't even say in the beginning of my workouts. When I start my day, the first thing I do is I, I grab some flour. I have a vaporizer, some high CBD flour, 
and I start and I use that. And then when I move on to my workout, which I will at some point, you know, I, I switch over to the high THC sativa. And then during my workout, if I feel like I'm getting tight or if I need any extra assistance or just a little too jazzed up, which typically isn't the case, but if I do feel like I'm going that direction, in that direction, I'll hit a little bit more CBD. So I'll start with the flower. And then when I start with my work or workouts, excuse me, I use uh, vape pens. And that way it's just a little bit more portable, a little bit more, you know, easier to like carry with me and, and work with. Um, and then uh, at the end of my workout, I will utilize typically um, a hybrid high THC sativa with my CBD. So I'll do like a one-to-one. Uh, I'll create, you know, essentially kind of like a one-to-one type of ratio um, at the end, which, you know, I, I think for me, it just kind of puts me in a good headspace. And then at the same time, my body's getting that, you know, that relief that it needs. And also, I'm, you know, again, when you do this, you're helping with the inflammation, you're helping with um, the tightness in your muscles and the soreness. And the next day, you actually can come back out and do more because of that. Um, that That's the one thing that I've noticed that, you know, with recovery with cannabis, it allows you, and that's okay. If you just want to recover with cannabis, you can do that as well. Uh, but it allows you when you do that to go back the next day and work out again. And if you're still sore when you're starting that workout, cannabis allows you to kind of push through that soreness. Now, if it's pain, that's different. We don't want to push through pain. We don't want to hurt ourselves. But if it's soreness and we just got to kind of work through it for a little bit and then get get going in our groove, that cannabis will allow you to mentally push past that. And that's what we're talking about here. That runner's high will kind of push you through that soreness and, and keep you moving, right? And, and that's kind of everything that, you know, we're, we're, we're looking to do. If my spirits are lifted and, you know, mentally and emotionally, I'm, I'm more agreeable to run. And if I'm more open or agreeable to running, I'm going to be consistent. And if I'm consistent, I'm going to be better and I'm going to make progress. And, and that's what this entire thing is all about. It's about progress. It's about consistency. And, and honestly, it's, it's not even, you know, people ask why, why do you, you know, consider using cannabis during workouts? It, it's almost not even like it makes me this I mean, to some extent, it makes me really focused, but it's not like it makes me this superhuman, you know, like being that just I can crush any workout and I'm the best and all those things. It, all it does, the biggest thing that it does for me is it keeps me coming back and doing more. It, it You know, when I don't want to do it, I hit my pen and now all of a sudden I want to do it, <laughs> right? And when I'm running and, and you know, when I'm done and I'm tired and, and I have that and I can, you know, immediately, you know, hit my vape pen, my CBD vape pen when I'm done, that helps with the recovery process right from, you know, right when I need it. I, I obviously in the morning, I'm taking my, my protein shakes, my, uh, my salt packets, you know, my, my vitamins. Um, and we talk about the hippie speedball, right? So that's another thing. Like, don't forget about the hippie speedball. That's just with caffeine. Everyone loves caffeine. Well, not everyone. A lot of people love caffeine. And you don't have to drop caffeine if you're going to be using cannabis. In fact, the two are very well paired together. And that is my one of my favorite things to do in the morning is adding some caffeine, a cold brew, which is just, in my opinion, the most refreshing way to like start a day. Um, just a nice cold brew that's a ton of ice and uh, just delicious. Um but that's me. Everyone's different. Maybe you like your coffee hot. A lot of people do too, right? <laughs> so hot coffee and uh, hot coffee and cannabis goes well together also. So I would say overall, you know, guys, uh, I just don't 
you know, when you're thinking about cannabis and exercise, use it for the way you need it, right? You don't have to use it the way I use it. I, I talk about this stuff because I use it. I tend to use it for a lot of different parts of my day and my exercise. And it doesn't mean I'm always high. I mean, I'm, I'm almost, I feel like I'm never high. <laughs> I feel like I'm just, you know, I get higher at different points when I'm using cannabis or using THC or CBD, but, but it's really just, you know, it's about staying level. And again, about staying optimal and, and making every part of your day, the best part of your day. Um, and that's what, that's what pairing cannabis with your exercise can do. And, and you don't even have to pair cannabis. Again, what we talk about in the beginning of the show is that internally you have that runner's high, that endocannabinoid surge that's happening when you're running. So whether or not you are a cannabis user, you have endocannabinoids, you have cannabis in you, <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's plugging into your CB1 receptor every time you go for a jog. And so if you're looking for supplementation, if you're looking for recovery, if you're looking for motivation before, or like I said, recovery afterwards, um, you know, this is consider cannabis supplementing with cannabis, not, you know, just because you want to do it, but also because it's, it's, it's part of what's already inside of your body, right? Like we're not saying, you know, take something that's completely unnatural and, and, and use it. We're saying like, utilize this that can help you perform better. Um, if you need it. And, and it, it also, at the same time, there's, no known side effects <laughs> besides, I guess, a little bit of paranoia, um, which, you know, it just, you know, again, if you do things the right way, like we always talk about on here, that's not going to happen. So I think that's all I got, guys. I just, you know, I love this topic because uh, it's something that makes me really happy and, and it's something that makes me feel good. And I don't think a lot of people understand it. So, you know, they, they don't see it cannabis being used in this manner. So I want to make sure that you know, we talk about it. So we know, so people know that there is a way to use cannabis in all aspects of your life that can be productive and functional and, and make you better. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Again, if you think that there's anybody that's just having a hard time getting off and the couch and getting started, or if they just, they got a lot of pain and soreness and, you know, send them this episode or, or send them one of our others that we have. And again, please rate and review us. Uh, that is all for more people to get this content so we can help more people and make this world a better place. And when this world is a better place, my kids will grow up in a much better world and your kids will grow up in a much better world and we'll all be happier. So in your family and friends, whatever your situation, your pets. Um, but anyway, guys, uh, the cannabis at gmail.com is where most of you reach out to us. Um, we really appreciate that. And so please continue to do that. You can also check us out at the um, and we are at the cannabis C on Instagram and Jack always does this part, but I'm getting really good because Jack's been out for a few weeks, but, uh, yeah, you guys know where to check us out. We'll put us all in the, we'll put this all in the show notes as well, but I cannot thank you guys for coming back for another awesome episode and we will be back next week. I think we have an interview next week with, uh, uh, cancer survivors. So, so I'm really interested in this interview. Um, and maybe or the following week, possibly, uh, but we'll, we'll give you guys more updates on this, but, um, stay safe guys, stay well, get outside, enjoy the weather, get some really decent cannabis, enjoy yourselves, stay safe. Uh, I think I've already said that. And, um, I'm just going to head out now because I'm rambling. <laughs> See you guys. Have a good one. Peace.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your canna confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.